Hello everyone, I hope you're doing well. Today is story time because I decided to share with you some of my story and my approach to the direct path, which is the method that I use for myself and for the people that I work with. And I thought it was relevant for me to continue talking about this method and why it's so important to me. Why does it seem to fit everything? that I was seeking and that I continue to explore in this path. Now, to begin with, let me say that direct path is not something that I'm going to be able to define because it is something that you can put a concept on it and say, this is how it's done. But I can talk about it because it's a system of investigation that appealed to me for my purpose. And with that being said, what was my purpose? My purpose was from the beginning to investigate the nature of reality. And I approached this from different ways. You know that I was into science, materialist science, and this brought me to learn a lot about physics and chemistry and uh, astrophysics in general and uh, the birthing of the universe and so on but I wasn't really inclined into spirituality or any of those theories about evolution of the soul and so on. And so for me, getting into spirituality was relatively challenging because of the many concepts that are out there. And some of them are very confusing, as you might know from your own experience, especially because they don't seem to match many of the uh, experiences them that, that we have and that we want to for example one of the things that assailed me for a while was that I thought that because I didn't have psychic powers or at least physical or mental psychic powers and some people did then there was something wrong with me and that I had to uh, discipline myself to awaken the psychic powers it's something that was prevalent in the beginning stages of my awakening and trying to discern within all this confusion what it really was to um, to be awakened and to unleash my full power if I could use that <laughs> uh, to tap into my inner being and what does this all mean so as you know of course I got into the law of one which was a fantastic finding in my in my path it reveals so many things in my my seeking and yet there was something still missing and that's where non-duality started to get into my life and started to make a lot of sense actually so after a while with non-duality i could understand and, um, and live many of these concepts but there was something else missing and that was the uh, the pure experience being able to experience and live this uh, essence of being which is something that eluded me for a long time. And uh, although I can understand that I could fit everything within a sort of what we call the perennial philosophy, which is what the law of one or Ra explains as well as uh, any other uh, teacher in non-duality, we're talking about the same perennial philosophy. I needed something that would be um, easy for me to integrate, easy for me to uh, to apply and 
to live, especially to live and start living this um, alleged harmony that was inherent in all of us. So what is the direct path? The direct path is a, an investigation, like I said, that starts with the, the desire to know what is uh, the essence of reality. Now, instead of going into physics or metaphysics, we go into the self, which is not something conceptual. It's not something that you can uh, intellectualize or uh, visualize or have an experience other than what you are. It's something that is so close to yourself that is, is almost intangible. Uh, it feels intangible because it's... Um, It is you. So how can we get into knowing the essence of reality from from the self? How can one achieve that if you already are that? And that is one of the confusing parts that the mind has to overcome when it goes in, into this investigation. So you find that this investigation of the self begins with Asking, what do you think you are? Who are you? You see? And it goes to question, in essence, everything that you believe you are, everything that you define yourself to be, which in short, it's really just getting used to the fact that anything that you can say about yourself is a limitation. And it doesn't ever define you. It doesn't ever give you a sense of saying, yes, this is what I am. Try yourself. You're not going to find anything. What you will always find is a temporary, limited identity that as soon as you stop thinking about it, it's gone. And all that remains is, again, you. There's something about you that always remains. So what is that? Let's explore that. So in the direct path, the way I practice it, the way I teach it, we take an essence, in true essence, we take two steps, but I divide it into three. And the first one always is to question, who are you? What are you? What are your basic assumptions of identity? The purpose of this is to liberate and show that everything that we think we are is simply an idea. It's a story that we have been telling ourselves. It's a very helpful story and ideas because they contain a lot of our past and a lot of our preferences and so on. And yet they are not complete. There's something still missing. So the first step that we take is uh, what in Sanskrit or in Hinduism is called the neti neti process or simply the apophatic uh, system in which we define something by what it is not. We find that nothing then defines us and yet something remains. This brings us to the second step and uh, there, this is the reason why I create three steps for this process because the second step is one which you realize that what you are is nothing in particular. 
and yet you still are you exist there's something that you know you are you know you exist you know so that's why I take a sort of pause in the investigation in a second step in which we abide in this sense of identity which is simply the identity of me I I am I exist I know this I know reality I experience something you see but even that is saying too much it's just the second step is to stay within the self to remain there and to explore what that means this is one of the most beautiful parts of this process and um, not surprisingly it's one of the things that are um, sometimes worry people because they say uh, that if they get there then they're just gonna stop living that's a common fear that some people may have and they think that if they if they if they stay there and they realize that what they are is nothing then uh, their life is meaningless and there's there's a lot of this is something that I explain further uh, in these questions that arise that it is the separate self in essence uh, afraid that it, it might dissolve itself and so that that requires a long discussion but it's one of the most beautiful realizations that we can have and it's just to know that what you are is this impossible to define being that is what you are and its qualities is initially peace that's the first quality that we find when we dive into the the sea of awareness that we are this spaciousness that has always been there yet ignored by phenomenal experience objective experience form so in this step is where the essence of meditation lies in this step is where self-inquiry ends in this step is where the seeking ends because you have found who you are but this is not the end of course of the path and again this is the place or the phase in which uh, some people may fear becoming completely catatonic <laughs> and oblivious to reality uh, but that is not so I mean you you could do that if you want and who would be there to judge you <laughs> is that so bad to stay in a peaceful uh, remain in a peaceful state forever uh, but some people don't want that they want to still be engaged with reality and they have a good reason life doesn't end there it only becomes more vivid when you realize this this is not something new it's always been criticized that some people in the past have actually become uh, entranced with this state and they they would claim that this is the the highest state of consciousness the truth is that that is not the highest state of consciousness there is no higher state of consciousness because there is no lower state of consciousness this is still part of the vocabulary of a seeker who is still 
wanting to find that which is the highest thing. This is still duality. We can call it dual enlightenment. But it is not the end. And so in the third step, what we do is that because we find the implications of this, we become aware of the self. You want to engage with reality. You want to see what does it mean for me to be this, which I already understood and learn from my own experience without the mind, just simply knowing what are the implications of this. And now here's where uh, many other applications can be um, can be seen. And for anybody who is in, in touch with their their own desire to know more about metaphysics and uh, the nature of the universe and um, energy and so on, all of these things, as well as just even physical science or chemistry or biology, uh, evolution or anything. From here, we take a different perspective, one of the most beautiful perspectives, if not, I have to say, the most beautiful perspective in my experience, which is that we have changed the model of reality to be a separate universe or a universe made of separate parts to one unified fields because this field is consciousness uh, there are many other implications that i'm not talking about here which is really how you become aware that what you are is the same as the rest of the universe you are beingness itself everything has beingness so again there are many uh, potentially infinite implications depending on what your uh, your own particular desire of life is it could be raising uh, your children it could be uh, becoming a public speaker it could be uh, becoming somebody who plays sports or is an actor or paints or whatever it is the implications are potentially infinite because we are potentially infinite in our desires so it's a way to come back to reality and it's not it's not an investigation that ends simply in uh, knowing intellectually that you are the universe all right what, what's the application for that <laughs> can you find an application um and it doesn't end also or either there has no we have no examples of this ever uh, of just giving up life for this state for some reason. In fact, Ra says that the people who make contact with intelligent infinity, which is, this is what it is to make contact with intelligent infinity is to make contact with the essence of yourself, the essence of reality, of who you are, knowing truly who you are. Well, the people who engage in this contact with intelligent infinity, they want to they, they are invaded by this desire to help others, to, to show others, to teach others the implications of this, to, to share it with everybody else. And I can attest to that. <laughs> There's nothing more beautiful than to talk about this. And especially one of the biggest implications, which is what most people are interested in this path, or at least in my own niche, is harmonizing your life 
all your problems, all your sufferings end here. And if they haven't ended, it's because you haven't been able to apply this inner knowledge, this gnosis of who you are. You are the essence of reality. And so that's what we do in the third step, which is the collapse of duality, is to know that this which you are is not something separate. It's reality itself and there's nothing to fear, there's nothing to worry, there's nothing to be upset about, there's nothing to be anxious or depressed. None of these states can arise naturally from the self because the self is not that. And so one of the interactions that uh, begin to happen after this realization is the conditioning of your mind. Because your mind has been conditioned over a long period of time, however old you are, without knowing this, thinking that it was a separate self. And so the deconditioning of the separate self begins in this process. But first you have to go deep into the essence of yourself to realize who you are, rather what you are. It doesn't matter how we put it, it's just, what is the essence of you? So this is all the result of the direct path. Um, like I said, there are many implications that stem out of here. And these have to do with what is your life? What, what, what does your mind say about yourself and everything else? And how do you wish to approach it from the old self that is simply a limitation of identity due to experience of the mind in this limited incarnation? Or is it the true self which is uh, imperturbable? The one that contains all the peace and the one, where, the one where all the joy and love comes out. So that is the final implication or step for all the implications of what this actually means. We start this process by thinking that I am something. I am a human being. Um, I have a body. I have a mind. We abstract this and make it a little bit more intangible in the spiritual uh, in the spiritual process by acquiring new identities. It just happens naturally. We believe we're this or we're made of, out of that. Uh, you're not just a human body, you're this and that. But that still imposes a limitation. It is only until you go into the essence of nothingness, that silence, that pure silence, which is the medium in which everything exists, and you don't identify with it, you realize that that's essentially who you are. You see, that's why this cannot be conceptualized. This is why this can't be uh, provided by anybody else. It can only be experienced by you. If anything, you can be guided into that process, into that moment, into that present essence of you. And this is what the direct path did to me. I, it gave me the tools to investigate into the nature, nature of myself, to corroborate, to actually see what was all this fuss about, being the universe and being the essence of reality and being God and uh, all of the different names that we have about this, becoming the creator. And it's the reason why 
my teachings just took this turn. In fact, my only teaching has been this. I say my teachings because I have series on the law of one and I, uh, I talk about this. And those are just interpretations of what the material is. And I just have fun with that. But this is the only thing that I can actually efficiently guide anybody into because it was my own process. And it was something that I... It's not that I was able to do. It's what, I, what I'm able to live. And I can, I can explore this. I do it every day, all the time. Once, once you know, you cannot be, it cannot be unknown again. It is the most beautiful path that I could ever imagine. Because every day you are finding new ways into how this fits in your life, in your experience, in what you have known. Not from a conceptual level, but from an experiential one. And to me, that has no, no value. It's just pure beauty of life. So you know that what we are is this infinite being. But in order for this infinite being to experience itself, it has to localize itself into a limited portion of itself. And that is what we call the mind. That's why what we explore reality with is just sense perceptions, which is what the mind is. Another thing that is immensely beautiful in this path is that everything that we have known fits in here. All the mystical teachings or knowledge that we have seen in our path makes complete sense. And not intellectually, but experientially. That cannot be described. It can only be lived, experienced. So this is why the direct path has taken this uh, huge turn in my life. And it's, uh, it's the culmination of a seeking that was only initiated by the curiosity and desire to know the essence of reality. And by taking this step into using myself, my beingness, as the source of that reality, it's corroborated in pure experience. And this is what I love about this path. So I wanted to share that with you because this is, this is what, I, what is at the core of my, my visions or my visualizations, my model of reality is that everything that we see is pure consciousness and we are that consciousness. Intellectually, it sounds very appealing but it is in the knowing that this starts to work the magic that we're looking for, to harmonize the mind, 
my only purpose with this is to harmonize the mind into any states that we can be by simply knowing who we are. So that's all I got to say. Thank you so much for listening as usual. And I hope you enjoyed the rest of your day as I am going to do. And I'll see you in the next video.